This episode of Encyclopedia Womanica is sponsored by Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is hair care that's formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. You start by taking a quick quiz to tell them about your hair, and then they determine the right blend of ingredients and bottle your custom formula to order. I've been using mine for the past few months, and I have to say it's been awesome. Go to functionofbeauty.com Jenny to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% on your first order. Functionofbeauty.com Jenny. Check it out. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leading lady was an actress, producer, and businesswoman. She was known as the queen of the silent screen. Let's talk about Gloria Swanson. Gloria was born in 1899 in Chicago. Her mother, Adelaide, was her primary caretaker and her father, Joseph, was a U.S. Army officer stationed overseas. As a result, Gloria frequently moved throughout her childhood, living in places such as Florida, Texas, and Puerto Rico. When Gloria was 15 years old, her aunt took her on a tour of SNA Studios in Chicago. Some reports maintain that a tour guide was intrigued by Gloria and discovered her then and there. Others suggest that she talked her way into the business. Either way, it was at SNA Studios that Gloria got her start. She was hired as an extra. At 16, Gloria dropped out of school and appeared in Sweetie Goes to College, alongside Wallace Beery. Gloria and Wallace married shortly thereafter. Gloria later wrote that the marriage was fraught with abuse and they finalized their divorce in 1918. Gloria would marry five more times throughout her life and had three children. In 1916, Gloria and her mother moved to Hollywood, where Gloria appeared in Keystone Studios' comedy shorts opposite Bobby Vernon. But Gloria longed to appear in more serious films. She moved to Triangle Studios. There, she was still disappointed by the role she was given. Fortunately, Gloria wasn't bound to a contract, and she soon began working for filmmaker Cecil B. DeMille. Gloria starred in Cecil's melodramas and played sensual, glamorous characters. Cecil's films turned Gloria into an icon, making her highly sought after in the industry. Cecil said, the public, not I, made Gloria Swanson a star. In 1918, Cecil told Gloria to sign a contract with famous players Lasky. At Lasky, Gloria starred in a number of successful pictures, including the 1919 film Male and Female, in which she famously bathes in a luxurious setting. Cecil continued to assign Gloria roles that depicted extravagance, and she later said that her expensive taste was influenced by him. Gloria lived lavishly. By the mid-twenties, she was the highest paid actress in Hollywood. She owned mansions, expensive land, and was a savvy real estate investor. Still, she ran through her money. Her lingerie bill alone was reported to be $10,000 a year. Gloria later reflected on her lifestyle and said, we lived like kings and queens, and why not? We were in love with life. Gloria grew frustrated at famous players Lasky. She was more famous for her costumes than her acting. In 1925, she fought to get Lasky to greenlight Madame Saint-Jean, a French-American co-production. 
Gloria was deeply involved in the production. She petitioned the French government for access to historic sites and helped choose the director and cast. Gloria met her third husband on set, Henri, the Marquis de la Falle de la Coudre. Gloria discovered that she was pregnant with Henri's baby while divorcing her second husband. Her contract at Famous Players Lasky had a morality clause. If broken, she might be blacklisted from Hollywood. So Gloria decided to have an abortion in Paris, and she almost died from complications. When Famous Players Lasky tried to renegotiate her contract, they eventually offered what's now equivalent to $14.7 million per year. Gloria refused to enter into another morality clause and instead signed with United Artists, which gave her complete creative freedom. In 1927, Gloria established her own production company. She tricked the Hayes office to get permission to make the highly controversial film Sadie Thompson. It was a hit, but shortly after Sadie Thompson's release, the company fell into financial straits. That year, Gloria had met Joseph Kennedy, the father of U.S. President John F. Kennedy, and they began an affair while Gloria was still married to her third husband. Joseph convinced Gloria to let him take the reins of Gloria Swanson Productions so that she could focus on script selection. His direction and mismanagement cost Gloria her company. In 1930, Gloria Swanson Production made its last film, What a Widow, Gloria's first production with sound. Gloria struggled to transition from silent films to talkies. The sound films she appeared in were unsuccessful, and by 1934, the press regarded her as a has-been. With her film career struggling, Gloria made a serious pivot. She founded a patent startup called Multiprizes. In 1938, Gloria helped four Jewish-Austrian scientists flee the Nazis. With the help of her husband, Gloria paid for their resettlement and supported them until 1943 in exchange for them working at Multiprizes. Still, Gloria wasn't finished acting. In the 1940s, Gloria returned to film, and in 1950, she starred in her most successful movie, Sunset Boulevard, in which she played Norma Desmond, a deluded former star trying to make a comeback. You see, this is my life. It always will be. There's nothing else. cameras and those wonderful people out there in the dark all right mr demille i'm ready for my close-up gloria won a golden globe and was nominated for an oscar for her portrayal gloria then pivoted to broadway and tv later on in life gloria became a health food advocate and a yoga practitioner while attending hollywood events she even brought her own meals in a paper bag Gloria was also politically active. In 1980, she campaigned for Ronald Reagan. In 1983, Gloria died from a heart ailment. She was 84 years old. Gloria Swanson had a lasting legacy in the film industry. She was honored with two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. When reflecting on her career, Gloria said, if I had to live my life over again, I wouldn't. Life is a privilege. Mistakes should be dropped in the wastebasket. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another leading lady. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan.
Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Jenny. I'm so excited to tell you about a new WMN show. A hundred years ago, the 19th Amendment protecting women's constitutional right to vote was ratified. But American women's battle for the ballot began long before then and continues to this day. On She Votes, a new podcast from Wonder Media Network. Award-winning journalists Lynn Sher and Ellen Goodman unravel the complex history of the women's suffrage movement. From the unintended limits of the 19th Amendment to the return of voter suppression, She Votes shares a historical narrative that carries profound relevance today. As we exercise our right to vote in another landmark election year, travel back in time with She Votes to understand the long and continued fight for women's place at the ballot box. Listen and subscribe to She Votes wherever you get your podcasts.